brought to you in association with ThinkGeek. Stuff for smart masses. Broadcasting all over the world from cinemageekly.com, it's the Cinema Geekly Podcast, with Anthony Lewis, Aaron De La Osa, Glenn Bove, and Cody Kelly. These guys have got some fucked up surnames. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. For the Cinema Geekly Podcast, Episode 70, brought to you by the fine folks over at thinkgeek.com, stuff for smart masses. Uh, before you do your geeky shopping, head over to cinemageekly.com and use that banner we got. Every time you click it, we get a little bit of money from Think Geek, and every time you shop there using that banner, uh, 7% of the purchase comes back to help keep the podcast uh, nice and free and, and, and properly hosted on the interwebs. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, back talking the week that was in movies and TV, and uh, man, this is a really TV-heavy week, though, I would say. Uh, how are, how's everything going, Aaron? Everything going good? Spectacular, just uh, from a few nights of TV a week alone. Excellent, yes. Uh, Cody, how are you doing, man? I'm doing alright. Uh, Glenn, things are going good down in the Lone Star State? Yep, just getting caught up on shows. Um, in case people have not listened to it yet, uh, Glenn launched a, a sister podcast, so to speak, on uh, on the website, Flip for Side B. Uh, now, just quickly before we start running into everything uh, that happened in the week, just quickly describe the, uh, not the specific podcast you did, but the podcast in general, like what it is. Uh, the podcast is uh, mainly just, you know, kind of with this, we kind of do rapid fire discussions, uh you know, quick little five-minute hits usually on news of the week. And this is more of, like, content that we already watch and just kind of going more in-depth and going into the story, breaking down characters, the symbolisms, uh, uh, very limited technical talk as far as angles and cuts and lighting. Uh, Or even, it doesn't even have to be film. Um, uh, The next one will be about Batman. Um, and I know that's really broad, and we'll see how that conversation goes and see how broad it gets. Uh, but it's just, uh, you know, instead of just quick little five-minute, you know, opinions on it, it'll be more in-depth, focusing on one subject. All right, so there you go. Um, and uh, that's going to be readily available, right? I mean, if you're already subscribing to Cinema Geekly on iTunes, Stitcher, or tune in uh those podcasts will come directly straight through that feed so you don't have to do anything out of the ordinary to receive it it will just uh show up i don't think you guys um glenn i don't think you have a a, a set time do you have a set timetable for when you want to get them out or are they just gonna uh become available when you've got the time to, to put them out there uh what the one that'll probably be ongoing for the next couple of weeks uh hannibal those should be ready uh, by Friday morning, uh, which is just in time for the you know the episode that comes up that night, and those will be about fifty minutes to an hour. They we shouldn't those shouldn't get too long, but if we start going to 
you know, if we want to talk about a movie or a trilogy or whatever, uh, those will probably be a little bit longer and probably broken down into parts and be shuffled out sporadically. Um, okay, so here we go with uh, just a, a, an insanely uh, interesting week. It was mostly filled with TV news, uh, but all of it, all of it intriguing in one form or another. Uh, back on the uh, on the fifth, Cody posted the trailer for Gotham, which is uh, Fox's <laughs> Batman origin kind of show. I mean, I, th- I think it's a um, it's supposed to be primarily about Jim Gordon, but I, I've heard more than a couple of people think that by the time this show reaches its conclusion, that it'll be more about you know Bruce Wayne or whatever. But uh, Cody, what were your thoughts on the trailer? Oh man, um, I I was kind of concerned about which way they were going to go with it, because mm-hmm. uh, it would be really easy to mess it up to do a Batman show without Batman. But I think I think they nailed it. Um, the tone to me kind of seems almost a little bit uh, Nolanish. Yeah. Um, except for maybe on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. it's def- to me it definitely seems like it's definitely going to be about Jim Gordon. And it kind of seems like the the side supporting character is the city itself. Yeah. Because it's with just these characters kind of sprinkled in. But uh, uh, I think it, everything looks great. The characters all look good. Um, yeah, just I'm looking forward to it. I think they're going to nail it. Uh, Glenn, uh, what impressions were left on you from the uh, from the trailer? Uh, I mean, to me, it looks interesting. I keep saying that it's gonna, it's from the creator of Bones, and I saw the name, and I'm like, no, it's the guy who made The Mentalist, which for right. me is more exciting because I really like that show. I'm just a couple of seasons behind. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I'm not expecting it to be like too dark or uh, you know, there's gonna be a little bit of softer tones in it just because it's network. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I I just I want to see what day they're gonna put it on. And I think that'll kind of determine where it goes. If it gets put on Friday, I'll just be like, well, I'll just wait till the series is over because it's getting canceled. There, uh, they announced, I don't know if it was today or your, the other day, it's going to be Mondays uh, oh, okay. during the fall. Yeah, it's going to actually go straight up head-to-head with uh, Raw, I believe, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, so pro wrestling fans, myself included, uh, are going to probably skip Raw to watch Gotham because I, I will probably watch the show over <sighs> Wrestling, I can watch a million a zillion different ways and i'd rather watch gotham on first run at least for a while to 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 you know see how i feel about the show uh aaron do you have any impressions on the trailer for gotham uh i mean it looks okay again i'm reservedly uh anticipating this show just knowing that it's not going to be connected to the dcu it's just i think it's gonna be way too much batman going on at once like for recent memory for people to fully be able to dedicate enough time to a tv show that isn't about batman right um i think it looked good uh the uh i mean the trailer anyway obviously we have no idea what the the shows themselves are gonna are gonna be like but the the tone of the trailer and uh uh the way it was edited together and stuff looked uh it looked compelling like it, it looks really interesting with the exception of maybe Jada Pickensmith's Smith's character which uh, <laughs> I'm kind was... of upset HBO didn't pick this up and have it be the second season of True Detective be True I'm... Detective Gotham I'm let's like, just well, see how really vile that scene could get I think I'm just waiting for uh Cobblepot to just 
get rid of her. Hopefully it happens sooner than later and he <laughs> takes over. Because he seemed far more interesting uh, than her care. I, you know, I could care well, less. And now we know the Joker is going to be popping up too. It's all sorts of excitement. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I think you've got a point. If it's not going to be connected, have they, the people involved with the show, made a conscious uh, decision that it's not going to be connected? I think they almost have to, just given how they're kind of just throwing all the villains into the mix at once and everything. Right. I mean, I think it would not I, I think hard. if it was part of the DCU, why not come out and say it right from the getty-up? This right here is telling me it's not connected in any way, and it's going to be their own Epstein. I think they've even come out and said as much. Um, I mean, it's not like it would be hard, because this is, especially if Affleck's Batman is supposed to be grizzled older Batman, it's not like it would be hard for this to be part of the continuity because it's taking place way before. So I'm not sure, right. you know, why. Like, I can't imagine it would be difficult to to reference something, maybe. You know, I don't know. Uh, maybe they feel like they don't have to connect it because it's, it's past. Uh, but uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Plus, I think the, the, one of the reasons they're not doing it is because the focus is mostly on Jim Gordon. Right. Um, and, you know, and again, I think Aaron's got a point where they're I mean, I, I'm not saying they can't make uh, a show that takes place, uh, takes place, takes place in the uh, <laughs> I've got fucking Gotham. I'm, I keep one. I, I've got the TH from Gotham in my head. Um <laughs> A show that takes place in Gotham with a character named Jim Gordon, uh, where there is a young Bruce Wayne. I'm not saying that they can't make that show specifically about Jim Gordon and make it good and make people interested. But I do think they've got the hurdle of people that are going to be like, when are we going to see Batman? Where's Batman? When's Bat? Because, you know, to the casual watcher, they just want to see fucking Batman sail around. And, you know, there's, they're going to be like, oh, there's the Penguin. Uh, it'd be a lot cooler to see him stopped if Batman was doing it. You know, I think you're going to have a lot of casual people that are going to, you know, that aren't going to well, necessarily look at the at the material and take it for face value. They're just going to be impatient and be like, we want Batman. There's hey, a way hey. around that. Okay, Gwen. Uh, I, you could just do it Mad Men style. I mean, where they just jump years in between episodes. Not saying they should do that, but I'm saying you could... Hypothetically, you could jump seasons like what he's twelve. You could do, you could jump a couple of years if you wanted to try and get more into early Batman. I mean, th- right. they have him start at twelve, and that's when his parents die, and it's always been eight. So he may even become Batman much earlier if the show's on for five seasons, and he, you know, season five at age seventeen, it becomes him. Right. That's a great idea, and, and they've come out and said that the show is going to end either with us seeing Batman in the suit, or he's going to be going into the suit. Like, so we know it's going to end with Bruce as Batman. Right. Just depends on how long it's around for. Yeah, I was going to say, I was say that, that does depend on when it ends. Uh, like, yeah, sure. maybe like Glenn said, they're going to skip ahead thirty years from episode one to three if it gets canceled, and just you know, <laughs> have to be Affleck just hanging around a Batcave for a while. Yeah, I, I think it'll stick around. And I, I, mean, I think the I interesting mean, might, yeah. part of it is that it's like it's the whole Jesus thing. It's like he's all of a sudden he's this age, and then you don't know shit about him, and then all of a sudden he's thirty-five. Right. It's the same thing with Batman and Bruce Wayne. Right. And we're gonna kind of get those gaps filled in, and I think that's the really interesting part. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's a really cool take uh, that they're going with here, and it yeah, I mean, I I think you just gotta pacify the the large mass of people that are going to be like we want batman we want a batman tv show not a 
you know, not Batman's best friend who works in the police department TV show. Um, if, if you can pacify that audience, you know, I'm, I'm really interested. I'll be watching kind of no matter what. I'm sure all of us will sort of uh, definitely give it a watch, but we're not necessarily also the casual viewer for this show. So, uh, you know, we'll, it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I think it's such a big property in general that I don't see, you know, getting cut off after a season. I mean, we're talking, it'd have to be like absolutely abysmal performance for them to, to, to cut it off after a season. Cause shield obviously struggled. Uh, and there's news on that. Right. Show, so. And that was a much harder show to launch. Cause you know, you, it was just Coulson, just yeah. a, a bit player from movies who exploded because fans love him and deservedly so. Cause he's great. But you know, Gotham having Batman. I, yeah. I don't think they're going to be hurt for viewers at all. Uh, Halloween 3d Aaron. What's the story <laughs> here? I wish it wasn't true. <laughs> uh, according to a report from Dread Central, uh, it's come out that Halloween 3D is officially coming our way. It's been rumored for many years. Nobody really knew if Rob Zombie was going to be involved, if the films were going to continue on with his uh, attempts at relaunching the franchise. So it, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how to feel about it because you know, seemingly just from the casting confirmation we've had, uh, Scout Taylor Compton is going to return as Laurie Strode. So right there, that tells me it's going to pick up maybe with the with how RZH2 ended with her in the mental asylum, kind of going nuts. Right. So it, uh, I don't know if they're going to bring back Michael Myers. I don't know what she's going to do. There's no real word on the script yet. I just, I just want to ask why. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's an immediate turnoff if any movie puts 3D after the title of the movie, and like that's the official title of the movie. Uh, I mean, Piranha 3 Double D was the obvious exception to that. Oh, absolutely, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know they tried doing it with Dread as well. I think. Yep. But when you buy Dread on Blu-ray, it just says Dread. It doesn't say Dread 3D. So, um, Any thoughts on this, uh, Glenn? Do you have any feelings about uh, more Halloween? Uh, possibly a reboot? Uh, it's inevitable. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> there's just these properties that they know there's already a fan base built in, and that goes with comic books and everything. That It, it doesn't matter at this point. There's and there's not We're, a high bar for performance either. Right. I mean, horror movies are cheap to make. Yep. If you if it makes twenty million dollars in the box office and you budgeted it right, you're gonna make money. I mean, it's not. I like how you said not, box office like it's gonna be released. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean it, it doesn't take long. I mean it doesn't take right. much. Right. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes released uh, a second trailer for the movie. Uh, Cody, I want to get your uh, your thoughts. Did you see the uh, the second trailer? I did. Yes. Okay. So what do you, what did you think? Uh, it showed a whole lot more uh, than the previous teaser trailer for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, the first thing is those fucking monkeys just look so incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and that I wasn't sure what they were going to do plot wise, and it's kind of cool that they still got like there's this dude that's trying to bridge the gap and everything and then there's all that stuff that goes on and people in general are dicks and they're just wanting to you know come in and kill all the monkeys yes and take their shit back and i wasn't sure which way they were going to go with it i thought it was going to be more the other way around but um i think it looks really good and i was surprised by the approach they seem to be taking and i'll go i'm gonna go see it so yeah uh monkeys on horseback is awesome uh, Andy Circus is amazing. The the gravitas in Caesar's voice 
is so good. Um, of course, you've got that dick. You've got the you've got the sensible woman who's like, this was created by scientists. It's like, you know, uh, why are you blaming the monkeys? And then you've got dumbass idiot who's like, well, who else am I going to blame? And all I want to do is just the, the scientists. That's who you would blame. It's clear that they created this. That's who you would blame, not the monkeys. But go ahead, start a war. We'll see where the war with the monkeys go. I have a, I have a feeling it does not go in your favor. But go I ahead. Mean, just like the war in Harry Potter, it's all on Malfoy in this one, man. <laughs> you go back to that fucking James Franco movie. Goddamn Absolutely. Malfoy is at the root of it. Yeah, he's the he is really the root of of many many problems. Uh, <laughs> and what did you think of the trailer, Aaron? I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's got me really excited for the film. I, like Cody was saying, you know, and you guys were talking about the uh, just the struggle they're showing with the drama. I mean, it could just be two and a half hours, literally, of just you know ape fight, and I would be okay with that. But the fact they're trying to tell the story too is, uh, it looks like it'll be really good. Yeah, uh, Glenn, uh, what uh, did you think, man? Gary Oldman. I love Gary every, Oldman. He makes everything he, better. He's just he's so good at just being a bastard. He is. I mean, the professional Fifth Element, like he's just great. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think. Going into it, or we said like what summer movie you're looking to for the most, and I said this one, and this trailer doesn't change that at all. I uh, we I know we talked about Jason Clark about the new Terminator movie. Uh, this guy is entering the Chris Pratt zone where he I, I, I'm a, he's probably going to die in this film, but the fact that he has potential to be in a you know two franchises yeah. uh, is bodes really well for his career, and uh, he's been around for a while. I, that movie, uh, White is a White House Down, the Chain Tatum one. Yeah, yes. he's really good in it as the you know the special ops bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he's awesome in Zero Dark Thirty. If you ever seen yeah. that, holy shit, he is scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I think it'll be really, really good. And the fact that we get to see more like Andy Circus, not just kind of moving around like a monkey, but him actually talking more, and, and the yeah. way they did his voice, where it sounds like it's a struggle for him to speak. And there, uh, right? and I I really the, I like the way he spoke. It was just the way they did it. It was I just thought it was really beautiful. Yeah, I think they wanted to kind of maybe keep it in this familiar realm of caveman kind of like oh that's the kind of um, but then again I don't know because the voice kind of relays that like oh that's the level of intelligence that they're at. But there's clearly this scene where there's a bunch of apes all gathered around one other ape. Who is writing shit on a on in chalk or something on a on a rock, and it's clearly they're like laying out laws and stuff like apes don't kill other apes and stuff like that. Um, I couldn't read the rest of it because it was it was kind of uh, obscured, but there was clearly that one thing. If you freeze frame it, that's like they're they're teaching each other like these are the laws for our society that we're building. So uh, I'm impressed by the fact you speak monkey. Yeah. <laughs> he even had a reading level. <laughs> I'm fl- I'm fluent, yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, now we dip in to the real heavy TV stuff because there is about uh, uh, <laughs> three or four real big TV uh, pieces of news that came out. Uh, and if you're a big uh, comic book fan, it's just there's tons of it. Um, Constantine. We already talked about the possibility of this show. 
existing, but Hollywood Reporter made it official that NBC is uh, amongst a bunch of other shows that they are picking up to bring to series. Constantine is one of them. Unfortunately for us, Aaron, uh, no Keanu Reeves in this version, no? <laughs> or Shia LaBeouf. No Shia either, of There course. better be a Peter Stormare, because him as Satan is just about perfect. Oh my god, yeah, agreed. Uh um, so what are the, uh, what are the thoughts? I mean, have you, Aaron, have you read any of the books? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, you know, especially too, with the, with the, the promise of maybe a, uh, a justice league dark by Guillermo del Toro coming down the pipe. I mean, I'm really pulling for the show. The trailer just looked amazing. I mean, they nailed Constantine from the comic books, uh, as far as just, you know, how he is, how he presents himself, how he deals with the world, how he deals with the living, uh, my only complaint so far, this might just be, you know, nitpicky, not one shot of him smoking a little bit. And that's actually a huge part of the comic book. It ties into a lot of his problems. So well, I, I wonder how they're going to address that. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll show him like putting one out in a scene and just allude to the fact that he smokes all the time or what. I don't I don't know. Right. But but the trailer itself, I mean, holy shit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and we, we can just hop right into that. I mean, that, that came out a little bit later uh, in the week, but there was a trailer for it. Uh, Glenn, did you see the trailer for the Constantine show? And what'd you think of it? If you did see it? Yeah, I, I think it looks awesome. And like Aaron said, uh, he better smoke a lot. I know, I don't know how smoking <laughs> works like on networks. I know like there, I know it's supposed to be really limited. And at one point it was banned. So I don't know if, if we just light one up like once an episode and it'll be the the fuck that amc gets to say on breaking bad once a season yes. but uh i mean it'll uh I, he better have a he better have a lot of smokes on him i mean maybe he can be holding it but they can't show him actually taking a hit or something like they can show him well, holding I, it isn't it gonna be on at 10 o'clock right after grim so i mean that might be the safe harbor for them maybe he could smoke a little bit uh yeah. cody is this uh, is this down your alley did you check out the trailer do you have any thoughts yeah, I saw it. Um, unfortunately, I don't really know much about the comic book series. And this type of genre, I guess you'd say, is right. not exactly up my alley. That being said, though, the trailer did pique my interest, and it looks good enough for I'm going to check it out and give it a shot. So, so I don't really know much about it, but I think it looks good. Yeah, same here. Uh, I avoided the Keanu Reeves movie like it was No, you should see it. It was really good. It, honestly, the Constantine movie. Yeah, I mean – there was obviously, you know, he wasn't like, you know, from blonde or from Liverpool. I mean, there were there was some obvious changes because, you know, it's Keanu Reeves. But the movie itself as a whole was amazing. It was honestly yeah, it, really good. Really? The last yeah. 10 minutes when Peter Stormare shows up or it, it's real from like just his 10 minute scene alone oh is God. just so good. He yeah, they ever do the devil again in, in like a non-comical way. He has to be the first call on a casting decision because he's so perfect. Um, he was. It really was. All right, well, I'll have to give it. A, I'll have to give it. A, I'll have to give it a go then, because most Keanu Reeves movies are immediate. Like, <laughs> well, I'll see it if I happen to fall asleep one night and wake up and the movie's on, and I'm too plus tired you to get turn to see Shia LaBeouf die. Well, I guess there is a, that, that's a plus as well. And don't say for the end credits if you want to see him <laughs> not really be dead. <laughs> Damn it! Oh. Damn it! <laughs> oh, I guess he's dead. He's just an angel. So like, I. Oh, that's he even worse. Gets, yeah, he gets a good ending. <laughs> it's even oh, worse. Shia LaBeouf. Um, hey, let's keep riding on the series pickup train. Uh, this time we're <laughs> zooming over to CWville where uh, they picked up some of And by the way, I know it's not being mentioned much, but I do believe that the show, the iZombie show that they picked up is also based off of a book. So, um, Correct. But uh, obviously that's just, you know. They officially announced that the Flash show has been 
uh, ordered to series. Um, not that I think that there was ever any doubt that it wasn't going to be, uh, just because of the uh, the the massive success of of Arrow. Uh, I think clearly Flash was was kind of always destined for the spot, but they did they did make it uh, official. Uh, Aaron, is there uh, uh, anything in particular uh, you think they might try to do with the first season? Uh, like any, any prelim, <laughs> any prelim flash villains of note that they might want to try to, cause it seems like with arrow, they're certainly doing a bunch of them, but they're trying to make sure they don't go too high up into the villainy tier. Uh, you know, I'm sure they want well, I mean, to they, save that. They, for... they really jumped out immediately, like with his Joker, you know, the dark archer, uh, by John Barrowman. So, I mean, True. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how hard they're going to go for, uh, for the Flash, it's really. I mean, ha! Huh. You gotta figure really... Captain Cold, maybe the Mirror Master. I mean, just a, a couple of like, you know, almost his uh, Rhino or Electro villains, not quite his Green Goblin. You know what I mean? Right. Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Captain Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> and his villains really aren't that high on the totem pole to begin no, with. They're so, not. so you really could get away with. With a mirror master, I, I was gonna say Captain Boomerang just because he he's just so great <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Uh, um, I mean, reverse. I mean, you could do you know reverse Flash and uh, but if you don't go right. Flashpoint, you know Paradox, then uh, I don't think it's worth it. But other than that, he doesn't really have well, anybody I'd love notable. To see that handled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially on a TV budget, that would be right. uh, that'd be really interesting. Uh, Cody, any chance of some sort of cross promotion, cross promotional episode where we get the Flash versus Flash Gordon winner gets to use the name Flash? <laughs> I doubt. I doubt that unless Ming the Merciless is there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think. I'm not going to try to speculate too much what's going to go on in the season just because I'm not that well equipped in the knowledge of the Flash stuff. Right. But from what I understand, um, Jeff Johns and Andrew Kaisberg, which are like the main guys over at Arrow, are also in charge of this show. So I think it's probably going to be fairly similar to Arrow except for in brighter settings. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Just due to what you just said, due to their involvement, there's no way these shows are not going to be connected to the DCU. Right. Yeah, yeah Jeff probably. Jeff head of DC content, so. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any way the show doesn't do good on, on that network being connected to that show and having the same kind of people in charge of it. Let's just uh, synergize it real quick together. Cody, what were your thoughts on uh, uh, last week's episode of Arrow? Uh, I thought it was a really good setup show that also had a lot of really kind of big moments. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good reveals with all the Lance family mm-hmm. and then the stuff with Thea and, um, Merlin. Yes. And then the, the big, you know, kind of cliffhanger at the end where she's got the gun and then she starts shooting kind of leading everybody to believe that maybe she shoots Merlin. Right. I'm on the other side of the fence. I think she's probably going to shoot that guy that's on the ground mm-hmm. that Merlin just helped save her from. I think that's probably what it's going to end up being because I don't I don't see him bringing him back for the finale just to have her shoot him like that and kill him off again so quick. Brother Blood was killed as well, so yeah, I was I was actually surprised about that. Uh, Aaron, yeah, it looks like the finale is going to be Team Arrow versus Team Deathstroke. 
Looking forward to it. <laughs> I am. Yeah, this uh, this this show keeps getting better and better. I mean, you know, granted, it uh, when there were first rumors about the show coming out, automatically you just kind of get the butthole pucker thinking it's going to be another Smallville, mm-hmm. where it'll be four or five good moments over twenty five episodes of pure dog shit. But I mean, this show has not disappointed any episodes in my opinion so far. So it, uh, going to be a big ending. Uh, speaking of, uh, shows that have been renewed, by the way, Arrow, I think has already been renewed for a third season. So yeah, no surprise there. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was renewed for a second season. Um, I was never in doubt of this. I'm sure. I don't know if there's anybody on the podcast that was, but I know there were people who literally were, you know, unsure, uh, in their minds, at least that the show might not get picked up because it wasn't, um, it wasn't picking up much buzz until near the end. Uh, and rightfully so as well. I mean, a lot of the, I, I think the season, the first season has been fairly solid throughout and its biggest issue has been, you know, all of the breaks that they've had to take, uh, to, you know, to work around normal TV breaks and to work around Marvel continuity. Uh, but I always, in the back of my mind, I'm like, even if this show's not doing that well, ABC's, you know, Marvel's one of the hottest properties on the planet, and, and if Disney not the owns hottest. ABC. That show ain't going anywhere, right? Yeah, it's a Disney property on a Disney channel. It's... <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, it doesn't go away unless Marvel's like, yeah, okay, we're done. Uh, but yeah, the show got picked up for uh, a second season, and uh, they made the announcement that they've also ordered uh, the first season of Agent Carter, which mm-hmm. would be the uh, the Haley Atwell show uh she was in the first captain america movie and uh the second one as well but less hot in the second movie that's debatable <laughs> are you sure okay um, she's got experience um and short-term teeth. memory huh? she won't remember if it's good or bad that's true that is true. or that it happened at all yeah there's there's some okay <laughs> fine i will grant you there is some pluses and some negatives here to be debated on the subject. But uh, one thing is for certain, uh, Agent Carter is going to be taking place when she was younger uh, and had more memory capacity. Um, during the uh, the very first baby steps of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, um, Aaron, did they, uh, did they announce uh, that we're going to see Howard Stark in that show? Or are people just assuming? Because I see a lot of people obviously talking about it uh, since he is the head of uh, what eventually the SSR. becomes Shield. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, they've released the official synopsis and they mention him by name in there. So, I mean, I don't think there's any way that Dominic Cooper doesn't pop up. Uh, I'm just time, not right. sure about his capacity, like how many episodes he'll be on. Right. Like Sam Jackson, he'll be like a Sam Jackson appearance right. type thing. I mean, and that's something they could address too, is, you know, Nick Fury. I mean, he was around and I mean, so let's, let's see if he pops up in this show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, speaking of agents of shield, that was, uh, uh, their go home show, I guess, for the the season finale was last week. Also, really good. Pretty much like the Arrow episode, a very good setup episode. Um, and season season one is going to be taking down uh, Bill Paxton essentially and his group of people. Deathlock, uh, Nick Fury himself will be in the episode uh, as they've announced ahead of time. Uh, looking forward to that as well, Aaron. Oh God, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the this last episode, I mean, they, they they confirmed a couple of things to me is that Flowers, I think they're they're kind, they're kind of teasing it a little bit, like maybe she might be an alien, but I think she's definitely going to be an inhuman just by what she asked Garrett, you know, what am I mean, you know, so she or what's inside me, so right there that it leads me to believe they are going to be inhumans involved, and I think 
they've essentially confirmed that while she may feel Sky is similar to her, she's not exactly the same. So I mean, there's no way Sky is not going to be an alien. She's I, not going to be Kree. Like it, it's confirmed in my eyes. I think they almost confirmed that she's Ms. Marvel. Right. Uh, I mean, she, uh, yeah, Flowers. I her character probably has a name as well, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, right. so, yeah, was telling this story about a rumor she heard about, uh, you know, Sky. Uh, well, she didn't know mm-hmm. it was Sky. She said she said she didn't know who the baby was. She just assumed it was assumed it was her, right. uh, and that um, there were two monsters looking for this baby and they were the baby's parents. And presumably the only thing we've seen that's even close to, to monstrous that they've even shown is the, the Cree alien uh, from earlier that was producing the drug that Coulson has used uh, to, to some, to some effect on him uh, and on sky to no effect on her, uh, which I think essentially, you know, I think they're kind of throwing it in your face for people who know, uh, the story a little bit, and it's uh, obviously for people who don't, it will be a big surprise. But um, yeah, I think that's right. the at the very least, if they're not going to say she's Ms. Marvel, at the very least, they're you know, surprise, Sky's not a human being. Uh, well, go ahead. Um, yeah. Weren't they saying that uh, Ms. Marvel is going to be one of the the TV shows that they do on Netflix? No, Jessica Jessica Drew, Jessica uh, Jones. Jessica oh, okay, so that, that's a oh, that, is that, that all right? That's a different character. That's something else yeah. entirely. Yeah. All right, my yeah, bad. Yeah, with Sky, I mean, and, and like we talked about previously, I think once it confirms that you know she is part of Kree, I think it definitely don't lend a lot of credence to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago or maybe a month. Right. Is that Coulson's strange her their strange connection is that you know he was brought back to life using uh, Marvel, you know, Sky's real father, like parts of him to bring Coulson back to life. I mean, so that might, ex- you know, it's just oh, a couple more days, man. And we'll all find out if we're completely full of shit or not, but I can't wait right. either way. Or they, or they might not even reveal that on the season finale. They Which would wait, suck so. because we, we know it's like, just, just give us the payoff. Yeah. They're cause they're really starting to blue ball, you know, for sure. Uh, oh man. I like, um, I like that because the creator blue. Very good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, Machinima is back at it again this time. Uh, the, do we know what's going on with the Mortal Kombat series? Are they continuing that? What, what's yeah, going on with that? There was rumors that uh, Kevin Tachinarian wasn't going to come back and do it, but he recently just came out and said, no, we're coming back for another season. So they should okay. get uh, be getting started on that pretty soon. Okay, so they are Machinima's famous for putting out uh, this Mortal Kombat uh, rebooted series. Legacy. Uh, Legacy, of course, that got uh, that met with you know pretty good critical reaction. Uh, there was talk for a while that it might even result in a in a big screen reboot, which I don't think ever came to fruition. Uh, and now they are doing it again with another comic book property. This time, Street Fighter, and uh, they released a trailer. Aaron, what were your thoughts on the uh, the trailer for the Street Fighter series? Loved it. Just like you said, it feels like they're trying to take control back. Uh of something that a lot of fans, I mean, a lot of us have played since we were kids, you know, back when arcades existed, you know, and, and, oh, it's just, it's about time someone did it right. The Street Fighter movie, I don't even want to call it a good attempt. It it was what it was. It was almost like the very first Fantastic Four movie where it's so bad, you love it. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, they're getting back to the actual, you know, the the kind of spirit of the game. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, Cody, did you check out the trailer? I did, yeah. Um, I'm not really familiar with any of the the Mortal Kombat legacy stuff. Yeah. So I'm not 
too sure like how they do their stuff but that trailer looked pretty cool and i'm a, I'm a huge street fighter fan and i have been like since aaron since i was a little kid so i'm excited for it and i'll, I'll check it out it's uh it's like a streaming internet thing right yeah it'll actually yeah. all be on youtube via uh machinima's channel uh so you just have to go onto youtube and search for machinima and just subscribe to their their channel or whatever and you'll get episodes as they release them uh glenn did you check out the the trailer what, what did you think yeah, I checked it out. I um, uh, I, I, I'm not. I don't really care for it. That's just not my thing. Right. So, I mean, oh, it looks good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm assuming they don't have a giant budget, and like the shit they do looks really cool. I right. just um, I, I don't. It to me, yeah, it wasn't. I guess I watched the trailers out of order. So as I was watching them, I was like, I, I, what the hell is going on? And they just, I don't know. It was just. It seems like things kind of kept cutting and. It, I'm going to sound pretty racist right now, but uh, they looked so damn similar. I, I couldn't tell who certain people were and I, I apologize, but what, what do you, who do you mean by they Glenn? Um, the, not Ken. Not Ken. So Ryu? Well, I mean, I know is that, that there was, I don't know. They're like when they did, like, I'm assuming flashbacks of the guys fighting yeah. and then the ones older, I'm like, I, well, he's wearing that color. Is that supposed to be the one that was shamed and came back? So I, I don't know. I just, for me, I, I got completely lost um, because I, I don't know if they were switching colors on me and I didn't know who was who. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm in the... Oh, my God. <laughs> by the way, Glenn, I'm sorry. By the way, Glenn, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat with you, though. Uh, not on the weird racial, racial thing, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you can sit still on that one all by yourself, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I look, I, um, it's, it's not really my thing either. I like the game uh, a lot, and I had tons of fun playing various versions of Street Fighter over the year. Uh, and... The trailer looked the trailer looked fine, um, but it doesn't look like anything I'm gonna probably with with so much other stuff on my plate. I, I might check it out on a you know on a rainy day or something like that. But it's not something I don't think I'm gonna be overly invested in. I did, however, have the misfortune of watching uh, was what Aaron already mentioned the uh, the 1994 film starring <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme as uh, Colonel Guile and uh, Raul Julia as M Bison. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. I don't care. I, yeah, I still and like Agent that movie. Agent May is Chung Lee. Let's not forget that. Apparently, Kylie Minogue was Cammy. I had no idea. She was. That's in, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, man. The uh, do we get to see any of these characters? Uh, I mean, maybe I just don't remember enough about the trailer, Aaron. Who did they Who did they focus on? Because I I remember definitely seeing Ken and Ryu. Ken, yeah. Ryu, Akuma, and uh, and their master. I think is the story is going to focus on. I think if they go on to a second season. Then they'll actually get into the Street Fighter uh, tournament. Well, we'll see. You know, we can get some maybe e Honda, Zangief, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, some Zangief. Yeah, that that shot of Akuma at the end is what really did it for me. That's what yeah. sold it. Uh, by the way, Akuma, I believe, if memory serves, not in the '94 film. Uh, uh, you are correct. He <laughs> no, was not, no, he so. wasn't. <laughs> you <laughs> could say the same thing about Blanca, really. Uh, well, according to the according to the movie, he was technically in it. Captain uh, Carlos kind of. Charlie Blanca. Oh, that was oh, what a fucking disappointment that movie was. Played by Bobby Mamone or Mamone, Mamone. I don't know. Uh, fuck that movie. Let's move on. Oh, terrible. Uh, Zack Snyder just today, uh, earlier today, uh, tweeted out a photo. Basically, said um, uh, was teasing the. Uh, I guess the uh, maybe a. 
a photographic uh, release of the Batmobile. It's definitely a tease. Uh, do they? Do we know if uh, there's any plans to actually unveil it, or is it just being a, a cock tease? No, I, I think actually, you know, when they start filming all the Batmobile scenes, like on the streets of Detroit, there's gonna be no way they're gonna be able to hide it. So I think right there, he's seemingly indicating, like, you know, we'll be doing some outside shit, so keep an eye closed. And the costume designers even said that, you know, as in indicated like within the week essentially we could see if, if not a concept the actual costumes you know for batman superman and wonder woman so i mean they're oh shit they're getting ready so. to start gearing up a lot of stuff in downtown detroit man and it's gonna be hard to keep you know photos up a lid on all of it like, yeah you know, captain america avengers avengers 2 i mean all those movies so yeah it's uh we'll be seeing some leaked photos pretty soon uh and as you noted uh you thought it kind of looked like a cross between the Burton and Nolan Batmobiles. It does. It looks like, you know, the, the Burton Mobile and the Tumbler. It really does. I mean, it's uh oh, I I can't wait. Oh. Cody based on the back tires and some whatever <laughs> the, what, and the rear fins. Yeah, what could you make out of this uh what could you make out of this image? Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. It looks like the 89 Batmobile and just mixed in with the Tumbler. It's just going to be a little, little smaller. It looks, uh, it looks smaller to me than both, both of the other ones. But uh, it's hard to say because it's covered. But to me, I, I think it's going to look pretty cool. Glenn, are you upset that they have not gone with the Adam West retro Batmobile uh, from the year? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not mad. It's not a Corvette. Uh, <laughs> Come on, this to me, it looks like it's going to be a remote control car. Like honestly. To God, it looks like a remote control car. It does, like, kind of, a little bit, yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. I think I used to have that RC. Like um, a dragster. Well, we heard the rumor about drone planes. Maybe there'll be a drone Batmobile. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the Batmobile's always going to look awesome. I don't, you know, regardless of being a car or has blue shit in the middle of it for its engine, or uh, or it's a giant <laughs> tank. I mean, it has its logos a, all over it for some reason. Yeah, it's a Batmobile. It has nipples on it. Um, No, it's just, <laughs> it's going to be awesome no matter what. I, I don't. I think it'd be pretty damn hard to fuck up the Batmobile. Um, you have to like make it pink or something. Even that, you could probably pull it off if it, you know, with the right shading. Right. But no, I don't. I'm whatever. I don't. I don't care. I don't really care for Zack Snyder. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll look cool because that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't really judge anything until you've seen it in slow motion on the screen. So oh, uh, that's geez. when you really get a good look at it. So. When you see I how many people they're gonna kill, like in the Justice League movie, it's just got. There's gonna be just the top ten cities in the U.S. are just gonna be destroyed with no citizens. Well, the, no, by... it'll be it'll be fake cities. It'll like Central City will get blown up, Star <laughs> right. City, uh, Coast City. By the way, we should mention that we I think we didn't mention it last week on the podcast, uh, and it came out kind of shortly thereafter. But it was kind of like a foregone conclusion based off of everything that we were already reading about the Batman vs Superman movie. But I think. Uh, they came straight out and said, yeah, right after the Batman vs. Superman movie, we're doing Justice League. Yeah. Uh, like they officially announced it. Is Snyder directing that one as well? Yeah, I as think so. As far as we're all aware, yeah. All right, everybody. Get and I, I, think, I think that's a good omen for the Batman-Superman movie, too. I think that lends credence to uh, all the rumors that all these other people that we've heard about being in the movie are going to have much smaller roles and just be kind of introductory cameos it's gonna yeah. be like spider-man 2 man the, the first time you watch it it's okay and every time after that it gets worse and worse actually the first time i watched it wasn't okay at all but <laughs> that's oh the amazing yeah I, i've watched it twice man i just oh god it, 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 
There's stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm done uh-huh. being mad. I'm done being mad at that movie. Watching it. I'm just starting to get mad at it. Like, oh my god. Watching it a second time, it was blatantly obvious. Like the tones, just because I knew it was coming. Like, man, that scene needed to be about you. Could like, I would just sit there, like, man, I could just switch these scenes up, and it would just streamline better. You could just as the movie went on, darker instead of happy go lucky dark, happy go lucky dark. Uh, it just. Did you notice too that Peter's hair changed upon his moods of the scene? Oh, okay, no, okay. When, 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 <laughs> when Glenn died and he like takes his hat off. That hat, the, I could tell they did something with the computer with that because right. <laughs> when he takes it off, like you can see his hair kind of shift. Like it wasn't yep. li- like when he takes it off, then his hair's all spiky. And I was like, wait a minute. I mean, it, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. Like I went into it looking for problems the second go around, and I was just, I mean, you could just fight him like that. Uh, and it was, I may I ask why his hair, you, may I ask why either of you watched it a second time? To pick it apart. Oh, okay. I'm, I figured. Uh, <laughs> the, the you know, who... I, was, I was too blown away. You know, there there was a lot of good moments yeah. in between a lot of bullshit, and then Absolutely. the second time, you know, after you knew the good moments, it was easier to focus on the horse shit and be like, "Wow, this is bad." Yeah. You know who, who's not mad at that movie? Hmm. Uh, me, because I didn't go see the shit. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, Glenn, how did you end up seeing it again? Oh, my mom actually really likes Spider-Man, so that oh, was okay. our Mother's Day thing. We we she wanted to see it, and I was like, uh, and your present to her was not constantly leaning over and nitpicking the scenes for her. No, no, it was funny because we were like the only people in the movie theater, <laughs> and so we just kind of sat there and ended. Mom's like, I really liked it. I liked Peter Parker. And I'm like, I, I knew you would, Mom. I knew you. <laughs> Time to put her in a home. <laughs> I think she. Uh, well, I mean, you know, his, his Peter Parker was good. I think there yeah. was obviously a lot of good stuff, right. but yeah, uh, he's able to convey emotions through his bangs. He's awesome. <laughs> those big doe eyes, those big brown doe eyes. Yeah, so Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire totally could not convey anything through the through the emo hair at all. Oh, so. he, yo, he could. It just sucked. <laughs> it was what he what he was conveying was not good. Uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, sir, Game of Thrones. Uh, yes. Last night was wow. uh, Peter Dinklage in particular was phenomenal. Oh my god! Uh, absolutely, they put they finally put Tyrion Lannister on trial, uh, and uh, you know I, I I would say it went about as you would expect. Uh, <laughs> basically, everything was leveraged against him. Uh, in the cases where there was not circumstantial evidence against him, people just fucking out and out lied. Uh, some people very clearly, obviously, were lying. Um, they brought in, uh, they brought in Shay. The whole, the whole, to me, the, the best part was everything between uh, him and Shay. Where yeah. um, I know there are people debating uh, whether or not uh, Tywin Lannister and and everybody else has something over her head that is causing her to do this, but I'm firmly in the camp of. Um, she's literally uh, heartbroken over Tyrion wanting to try to get her out of the city, and she's like, yep. "No, fuck these people. Uh, we should just stay here." And who gives a shit what they think? And he's like, "No, it's not safe here. You need to leave." And he tried to get her out of there, and she's heartbroken, so she's just doing this to be like, "Fuck you." Uh, Pretty and it was much. and it was terrible. Uh, but Peter Dinklage was uh, amazing. He was he was really good. Uh, the entire sure. episode could have just been that 20-minute trial, and I would have been satisfied. Peter yeah. Dinklage put on a fucking clinic last night for yeah. acting. Oh, my God. Yeah, he earned his top billing for sure. No shit. Uh, yeah, that guy's getting some more hardware off that alone. Uh, but, yeah, there's lots of good stuff. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen learned her 
lesson about how fucking uh, it ain't easy being the queen. Uh, <laughs> for sure, that, that scene where that that guy came in and uh, was like, uh, you know, you. My dad was one of the people you crucified when you took over the city, and she's like, "Yeah, well, we fuck you, your dad crucified uh, all those kids that we saw when we were coming in. It's like they got what they deserved, and uh, yeah, she she quickly found out that you can't just round up motherfuckers and crucify them. Right. Uh, that's, that's it's almost as if when he explained it to her, the look on her face, he was just like, Bitch. yeah, she's like, like, like a, like yeah, a yeah. patch. He, he was like, background. he's like, yeah, my dad kind of fought against that for a really long time. Like he was one of the lone voices speaking up and speaking out about that sort of thing. And, right. and you just, you know, did the same exact thing to him that he was. Uh, yeah. So she kind of quickly learned because that was her whole line from the, the previous episode uh, where he's like, you know, sometimes you should meet injustice with mercy and she's like no you should meet injustice with justice uh Mm -hmm. except in this case the justice was okay we're rounding up everybody who was uh a slaver and we're gonna nail them to crosses uh lining the road essentially um so there was not a whole lot of i mean it was more revenge than it was uh justice or whatever but she is quickly learning that uh being in charge is not as easy as she uh uh assumed it was going to be uh but yeah there's um Poor Theon Greyjoy, man. God damn. Oh, and of course, yeah. He's been uh, completely brainwashed as well. So <laughs> that the shit that poor guy. I, I they've they've done a fairly decent job of making me feel sympathy for somebody I didn't think I could feel much sympathy for. So right. kudos kudos. That is a difficult thing to do on that program. It is not easy to feel bad for somebody. There are very few people uh, that you could feel bad for. Uh, my new favorite character though, Aaron, right now is uh, is Prince Oberyn. Uh, oh, that yeah, I love just, that dude. <laughs> that man just loves to talk about fucking. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. Uh, yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh, trial, whatever. He's, yeah, he's like, oh, the, he's like the unsullied are, are great fighters. They're tremendous. He's like not so good in the bedroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're just like, what does this have to do with anything? Uh, in the even in the trial, when when Shay said that uh, Tyrion wanted her to uh, to fuck him like it was his last night on Earth. Um, and they move on to another subject, and Oberyn, who is sitting on the jury, is like, wait a minute, did, did you? Did you fuck him like it was his last night on Earth? Yeah, he, he, he re-quoted her word for word instead of just asking, did you? He said, did you fuck him like it was like, this guy really likes talking about banging. Yeah, he is very interested in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's 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 one of he's quickly become one of my favorite characters on the show. Which means, of course, I do believe by the end of this season He'll he die. will be dead. Yeah. He, I'm feeling the gonna... same way. Like I'm starting to love Jamie Lannister. Just like his who he is now. Like after he went through all his shit last season. Like it's really like you you know you're kind of rooting for the guy. And, but oh yeah, you just know he's just gonna be fucked over. And you know deservedly so, just based upon previous actions. But yeah. oh, with Game of Thrones, they, uh... they make you care for giant pieces of shit, and then they flush them. With, well, with Game of Thrones, I'm convinced that there's only two ways to really approach the show, uh, and that is to not like or love anybody, or to like and love everyone. Because in that case, you can't possibly kill everybody on the right. show. There would be no show then. Uh, so yeah, the Hound too. Really liking that guy lately. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to remember. Mad Men was just last night, and I'm trying to remember what happened on that show. <laughs> oh, right. Don had a three-way with his drugged-up wife and her friend. <laughs> uh, Damn yeah. it. I just had to miss that episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's become a thing now. Did he do something mundane afterward that they used in the trailer the previous week? 
Uh, yes. Like it just shows Don drinking some juice in the kitchen. Yes, you know actually, I, mean? I think they did. The, yes, actually, I think they did the scene where he walks in and his his wife's friend is in there and he's just like, you know, who are you? Uh, and I think like that's the scene, and then later on you find out who are you is oh well this is the person you're gonna have a three way with with your wife later, <laughs> and your wife and her friend are gonna be completely fucked up on hallucinogens or whatever it is that they're taking. And so uh, now he's Roger. Yeah, yeah, he's turning into Roger. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the um, yeah next week's show I have no idea what's happening. Of course, as per usual, someone uh, sits down, someone stands up. Mm-hmm. Someone does something. Yeah. Uh, so, someone goes in an elevator. Toast popped out of a toaster. You know that sort of thing. For uh, real? Is that really? Did they show that? No, they did not. Oh, okay. Because but... that... what they don't show is when they pull away the toaster, sticking in someone's asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone's right. dead on the floor. I, don't, I just <laughs> Pete's dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a uh, another good episode. Uh. As uh, I think is starting to become tradition on the Instagram account when I post a an image from Mad Men. Uh, it's, it's now just become the, the Don Draper self-destruction hour. Uh, let's, let's all just sit down and watch another hour of Don Draper self-destruct. Uh, cause that's essentially. <laughs> Sounds like he, he won this episode. I'm not oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, it's been weird to watch this season. Cause like, I don't, I don't like seeing Don vulnerable and I, I need to get back in that place where he's just on a pedestal. It's yes. really weird. Weird, like the dynamic that like they, they spent six years of like it's don draper being don draper and now it's like well don draper can't be don draper anymore it's like well that sucks yes it does <laughs> um so uh, times they are a changing absolutely uh let me see let's talk about the blu-ray releases real quick these are are for uh blu-ray releases for may the 13th uh 2014 uh sony pictures is releasing that awkward moment on blu-ray Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a Zac Efron picture uh, with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Spirit, Stallion of something. Like the Matt Damon horse movie. Uh, wasn't wait no? Isn't he a wasn't he a serial horse riding serial killer? When the movie? fuck did Matt Damon do a horse movie? <laughs> no, no, it's like it's animated. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is an animated movie. Yeah, he's a oh, horse. Oh okay. Yeah okay. okay. He says Sorry, like was... six lines in that whole. No, movie. I was I was taking that somewhere really weird. For Stallion a of the the Cimarron, <laughs> the Cimarron maybe. We're not talking about Hannibal, which also I, got really. Weird. I was just uh, like Jesus Christ! I got to see this movie like yesterday. Uh, Some, I Frank I no. Frankenstein is getting released on Blu-ray. In case people want to rush out and grab that one. <laughs> no. I might. I might. I heard it was I red heard, box that. I heard it was awful. Uh we'll see. Uh Her is out on Blu-ray. That was a tremendous movie. Mm-hmm. Um even if the uh the ending uh vexed me. So that's another Joaquin Phoenix reference right there from it's from Gladiator Land. <laughs> I'm very no, vexed. I watched Gladiator yesterday. <laughs> I'm I'm very vexed. Um but I have other ambition. <laughs> uh, Those traits you didn't have on your list. Sorry. Sorry. The, the fourth and final season of Eastbound and Down is on Blu-ray. Uh, excellent show. Yes. Uh, I'd highly recommend watching it. It's tremendous. Uh, let me see here. What else did we get? Oh, how about Crocodile Dundee and Crocodile Dundee 2 in a double feature on Blu-ray? Oh, man. Don't but you but tease not, me. But not in Los Angeles? 
Uh, no, not in Los Angeles, unfortunately. They couldn't, they couldn't do the trilogy? Not the, not the bastard child of Crocodile Dundee films. No. Cheap bastards. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the most notable release for me this week, season one of Orange is the New Black, uh, is out on... I gotta check that show out. You guys keep talking about it. Are you serious? That. You haven't watched that show? So good. Nope, sure haven't. Oh my god, dude. So good. Lots of lots of lesbianics. All sorts oh. of crazy stuff. Yep. Sold. <laughs> I figured that's all it would take for you, sir. <laughs> yeah, um, there's some plot stuff that gets in the way in between oh, all the titties, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, couldn't it just be Chained Heat, you know what I mean? But every week on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, there's that's tons... That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of annoying plot details and character development that get in the way of all that other stuff. Yeah, nobody needs that shit. Let, let's just stick to the uh, <laughs> to the tits and the, the prison basketball games. All right, let's... Uh... Um, oh yeah, hey the uh, the Amazon thing. I totally forgot to segue in there. Cody Cody's <laughs> awesome joke totally threw me completely off point. Um, yeah, all the Blu-ray movies and stuff uh, can be picked up, of course, at Amazon.com. And the best way to pick it up, of course, uh, not just through Amazon, but uh, through the Amazon banner on CinemaGeekly.com. Uh, just use that every time you shop. Bookmark it, Cody Kelly. Every time. Uh, oh shit! Want... I just bought two things on Amazon today too. <laughs> you want to use that link? Um, and uh, when you do, Amazon sends 8 to 10% of the purchase You can back. even pre-order uh, Season 8 of Doctor Who already. Can you? Yeah, on Blu-ray for that's, 89 bucks. That's bonkers. I, don't th- I think that price may go down. I'm sure it will. <laughs> at some point. Um, the box office, the top of the box office, uh, the top five is as follows. Uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier fell from number four to number five. It uh, still pulled in a respectable $5.7 million. Uh, it's been out for a while, man. Um, by the way, it, uh, uh, so far this summer, not, not surprisingly, uh, well, the summer hasn't really officially, uh, gone into high gear yet, but, uh, it did spend six weeks, um, uh, or this is its, uh, sixth week, uh, in theaters. So, uh, that's not, that's not terrible. It's, it's been out for more than a month, so that's not bad. Uh, yeah, still in top five. Aaron, it's, it's it's happened, man. Finally, heaven is for real. Fell from number three to number four <laughs> uh, in its in its fourth week. Uh, made uh, oh, seven point four million. Has anybody heard? Does anybody know anybody who's gone and seen this movie? My mom no. thought God is not dead. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking this I'm, movie is done well. Pro- oh, possibly, I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I think this movie is actually done ridiculously well for itself. Um, the other woman, uh, fell from number two to number three in its third week and did uh, 9.6 million. Uh, the amazing Spider-Man two, uh, fell from number one already. It only lasted one week at the top <laughs> and, uh, it dropped bigger than usual. When you get a big blockbuster movie like this, the, the gross always drops, uh, sometimes by 50%. Usually when it's above that, that's a bad sign. And uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 dropped 61% from last week. It made $35.5 million in its second weekend, which has to be uh, discouraging. Um, Considering the budget was $200 million and marketing was another 200 Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Neighbors, the Seth Rogen movie, 
uh, debuted at number one, and they were on a budget of $18 million, and their opening weekend earnings was $49 million plus. Jesus. So that had a pretty strong opening weekend right there, everybody. So Seth Rogen uh, still has some of that box office drawing power, uh, much to the chagrin of Kevin Smith, who thought for sure it was going to bring in <laughs> some money for him, and it did not work. I think the the marketing on that, the way the studio did that movie, was terrible. Oh, that, that's yeah, the absolutely. Of that problem, absolutely. Um, Any movie that's got Fett's vet in its soundtrack is okay by me. Absolutely. Uh, let me see here. Obviously, uh, some movies that are opening this weekend. Uh, there are a couple of them. Uh, I think the two biggest ones are Million Dollar Arm, which is the uh, the John Hamm picture, baseball picture. Uh, this is a baseball story I never heard about until now. That's the, uh, um, I, I guess they, some scouts went to India to, to try to, I'm guessing this was in major league baseballs. Uh, they went through this period where they're trying to internationally expand the game. Right. Uh, and they held a contest to see if they could find, uh, potential pitchers. Cause apparently being a pitcher is something that is easier to learn than being, uh, somebody on the field or hitting. Uh, so they, they went looking for some, uh, some people and, and a couple of guys won. And this is like the story of them winning and going to America and learning baseball and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so far out to a, a 50% rating on Rotten Tomatoes with, uh, early reviews. So people are mixed. Uh, Fun fact and about those guys, what was that? Fun fact about those pitchers. Sure. One of them is no longer in the farm system and one still cannot make it past single A. Ouch. Mm. If you can't yeah. make it past single A, that's that's not good. Yeah, so. All. But, I mean, what did you expect? You went to India and were like, who wants a Major League Baseball contract? I mean, apparently they can throw, like, 97. Like, they just had ridiculous no heat. No control, yeah. though. And that was because what they were doing, they were trying to find cricket players. And these guys oh, actually. Oh, the bowlers, yeah. And they had never played cricket either. That was, like, the funny thing about it. They went looking for these people because they were going to make a reality TV show to, like, back their funding of going over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they found these guys. And that's 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 where they're at now. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if it, so that, that sounds like it's got to be a control issue if they. If they're fire, yeah. If I mean, if they're a fireballer, but they can't get out of single A, it's got to be a control issue. Like they can rocket it out there, but they can't control. John it. Rocker made it out. The fuck's wrong with these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Good I mean, point. Good point. Even Tracy McGrady's uh, in the double A system right now. He good lord. Pitched, yeah. his first, <laughs> pitched his first game. He lost one and a half innings, two runs. That's not a bad showing for T Mac. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, it's no, you know, 30 points in like, or no, 20 points in like 15 seconds, but. <laughs> the other, yeah. uh, the other big release, of course, Godzilla going out to see that this weekend. Looking forward mm, yep. to it. Same here. Um, Cody, are you looking forward to the Godzilla picture, uh, picture, picture, <laughs> picture film? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm. my day for English. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to see it this weekend or not, though. Right. Um, doing fairly well critically and limited reviews so far. It's 86%. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, um, it looked great though, so I'm I'm expecting you know fairly good reviews. I, I'm obviously so far most of everything we've seen has been uh, there hasn't been a lot of context to any of it, and most of it has been a lot of really awesome looking visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but good. they haven't been shying away from dialogue or anything like that. Um, I guess it'll probably really lay heavy on uh, what they do plot wise. 
uh, for the movie and how that how that works out because I'm sure it'll look gorgeous. Well, I, I read a review that uh, laid out the plotline a little bit. If you guys want to want to tell you, you know, I'll tell you, or you know, just go into the movie completely surprised. Mm. Mm. Spoilers actually don't bother me at all, so I don't. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't even know when? why it went. I don't even know why it went mm, because <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. Glenn, you okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll just pause it for like. I'll just turn you <laughs> off for like ten seconds. Okay. All right. Okay. Starting now. Uh, essentially, the plot shaken out where Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing the Brad Pitt role from World War Z. He's going, he's going around trying to warn people about this, and then you know, right. everything comes to fruition at the end of the film. Oh, okay. Um, that's not that's not much of a spoiler. Uh, hopefully, it's slightly better than Brad Pitt in World War Z, which right. Well, I, I think in that same vein, like don't expect to see a ton of monster stuff until the end, is what people seem to be saying. Um, well, I mean, I hope they don't they don't wait too long. I, I think uh, they will. I think this was because this was Jesus the whole way because this was Glenn's major point about I believe the last Hunger Games movie. He's like, "Where the fuck are the Hunger Games at? I've been waiting a long time. Why are they not in a Hunger Games?" I, I think they're gonna do it to us again. Like you know, even with look at all these superhero franchises that keep rebooting. Why do they always wait till fucking an hour in to show us the costume? Yeah, I mean they they do do it a lot. Same it, bullshit. That is a that is definitely an origin story disease for sure. Um, let me see. I think uh, that may have. I think we may have our bases covered for sure this week. Um, indeed, we do. Uh, there are season finales for Arrow and Agents of Shield, so we were gonna definitely be talking about them a little more in depth on the next podcast uh, because there's gonna be uh, uh, you know clearly there's gonna be some. Uh, resolution mixed with cliffhanger elements, I'm sure, uh, but definitely uh, a lot more content to discuss. And uh, I would definitely tune in just to find out what weird thing happens on Mad Men this week that nobody saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe Roger comes out gives as up gay, drugs, uh, gives up drugs, <laughs> announces he's gay. If and... he gives up drugs, I'm not watching the show anymore. <laughs> I am absolutely done with the fucking show because they, they they murdered Don Saul. If they take that away from Roger, I'm done with it. Yeah, uh, I mean, absolutely. Uh, it's I mean, even... Roger's getting with the time, so I mean, I think if Roger that old coot, actually, that I, I think if Roger stopped using drugs, he may actually just die. Like, I think it might be the one thing that <laughs> like Keith Richards keeping him alive. Yes, it's somehow it's dependent. Like Keith Richards <laughs> and Ric Flair are the only ones being kept alive by artificial chemicals. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Ric Flair's just mainly what kamikaze shots and spray tan. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Russian car bombs and spray tan for sure. Um, all right, so uh, everything we talked about this week and then some. CinemaGeekly.com. If you don't feel like uh, nosing through the various feeds, uh, Geek News Volume Five is up on the website, featuring pretty much everything we talked about and all those trailers we talked about right there in one super convenient location for you to watch. Uh, don't forget to check out Glenn's podcast as well. That's also up on uh, on the website. If you're a fan of Hannibal and do you, now, do you guys talk strictly about the TV show, or do you guys delve into the movies a little bit? Yeah, well, we kind of talk about with the with the movies and uh, and kind of a, a little bit into the books, um, more so the movies, just because it's easier to kind of bask over. But essentially, this season ties in a lot into uh, the movie Hannibal with Mason Verger being played by Michael Pitt because right. um, he's the one. Who, Boy, how great has that guy been? Dude, oh, okay, so you've been watching it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man, he's so good. Like he is creepy. When he's just he like, is. I'm gonna feed you my pigs. It's like, yeah, that probably is. He's just gonna feed you the fucking pigs. Yeah, that flowed so natural. You know he's murdered someone. Yeah. In the in, <laughs> in the, real the life. Tears, That's the tears what I mean. He captures, in real life. Uh, oh like, god, I know. The tears he puts in his martini glasses. I'm just like, God, this guy is such a creeper. It's like a real life Cartman, perhaps. I'm not sure um that's a terrible south park reference uh but hey that that leads us easily and very smoothly not ham-fisted at all back into the closing of the show which we kind of deviated away from there for about 35 seconds um cinemageekly.com is where you can go to check out everything we were talking about this week and of course uh, branching out into the social networks we're everywhere man we're like fucking skynet uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Tumblr, and Instagram, man. All at Cinema Geekly. And, of course, uh, feel free to continue to contribute to the mailbag. Uh, info at cinemageekly.com is where you can do that. Uh, we've already gotten some positive feedback for Glenn's podcast and a few requests. Uh, Glenn, so it's not likely that you're going to do an Angel and Buffy-centric uh, podcast anytime soon? Okay, here's the problem with doing that. I mean, I already mentioned that you're asking me to do 12 seasons of content, which I can do. I am I am capable of doing it. It's trying to find another person right. who can also do that. Because <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of friends who I've introduced, and they've watched Buffy, but they won't watch Angel. Um, so, because they're just like, oh, it's another five seasons, 22 episodes, 42 minutes. I mean, it's, it's a task. Uh, so, I just... I don't think that'll ever happen, at least not anytime soon. Uh, maybe one day. Now, if you want to ask me to do like a Firefly one, that is much more doable. Um, yeah, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I I can't see a Buffy one happening. Um, I, there, we may be doing. Uh, my friend Tanner did Hannibal. Uh, he's interested in doing an Orange Is New Black. But that one, we'll kind of have to see since all those episodes get released at once, how we'll do it. Like, I'm sure we'll kind of break it down a little bit. Like, you know, two episodes per podcast kind of thing. I don't know. It's it's all in the beginnings. And you know, like I said, it won't all just be shows. It'll be different stuff. And hopefully it won't just be me doing it. I will force Glenn what? to sit down and we will discuss all of Star Trek. For Aaron DeLos, Cody Kelly, Glenn Beauvais, uh, I'm Anthony Lewis. And we will see you next week on the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads.